0: Rice production account for 40.4% of methane emission in Vietnam. With the commitment of reducing in methane emission, we will need to change the way we cultivate rice. Keep the balance between the nature and the use of the nature. The relationship between the farmer, the forest and the food system.
1: Hello and welcome to this mini-series by Global Landscapes Forum, where we'll be learning about five transformative projects in the food systems, land use, and restoration impact program. I'm Eden Flaherty with Global Landscapes Forum, and I'm here with Thao, the director of the Institute of Natural Resources and Environment under the Ministry of Natural Resources and Environment in Vietnam. So to begin with, Vietnam's agricultural sector is centered around rice and increased production has resulted in some issues with land use and the use of agrochemical inputs. What are some of the challenges in terms of the environment and sustainability that this has created? Rice is very important as a food security
0: in Vietnam Mm -hmm. and also about 60% of Vietnamese people livelihood depend on rice uh, cultivation and productions and the uh, Mekong Delta River is uh, one of the most important area producing rice in Vietnam. We have uh, 17 million people live on the area and 60 percent of those depend on rice and uh, the area produce 50 percent of the rice in Vietnam, and for 95% of that are exported. And it's one of the world's largest area of exporting rice.
1: That level of agriculture, does that present any challenges?
0: We have a lot of problem with the rice production because the uh, uh, rice is important for the people uh, depending on rice, mm-hmm. and also it emits 17 percent of greenhouse gas effects in Vietnam NDC estimation, mm-hmm. and we also have committed to net zero at COP26, mm-hmm. and uh, we also committed to reduce 30 percent of methane emission by 2030 and rice production account for 40.4% of methane emission in vietnam and livestock account for another 19% and in total is 60% of methane emission so the challenges for vietnam production of rice as we have a water uh, rice and water paddy fuel mm-hmm. and 90% of methane emission come through water 9% through root and 1% to live. And with the commitment of reducing in methane emission, we will need to change the way we cultivate rice from flooding water to dry rice. And it will be difficult for us because it will have the negative impact on the rice quality, as our competitors in Thailand and China, they will have the better quality of rice. So some of the donors have uh, suggested us to intermittent flooding rice during the cultivation of the rice. And we will need the support from international donors to change the way that we cultivate rice. And also the extensive use of the pesticide and fertilizer have uh, degraded the land quality and reducing the nitrogen as a uh, food forest and uh, nutrition in the land and we also have the problem with degradation of the water both of the hydrological flow and also the underground water extraction and it has a negative impact on the biodiversity loss and especially some of the area, for example, in Mekong Delta, we have the important coastal mangrove and also the important wetlands that has been recognized by Ramsar, like Cat Chamchim and Muikamao, Those areas have the
1: rich value of habitat. You mentioned that the transition from the use of water to dry production. What are some of the other policies, programs, and practices currently in place to tackle the issues within agriculture? And how does the full program fit within these? The dry right production is very important for
0: Vietnamese farmer. However, in the supply chain of rice, the producer price of farmer get the very low value as compared to the value of rice exported to other country and sold in foreign market. And we need to improve the livelihood of the farmer, especially the women and the ethical people. Who live on the field and who receive a very small amount of money in uh, in the rice field, and the follow-up program is a very important in the way of so we have an integrated landscape management to help with the improvement of productivity and change the way that the rice cultivation can be done in Vietnam. For example, now under the Land use planning in the past is very fragmented mm-hmm. because of the small fields, small farmers, and the government have the policy to help with the land consolidation and to gather small farmers together to make the last few and improve the cultivation and reduce the use of pesticide, fertilizer, and pay attention more to restoration of the land and to maintain the quality of the land, also to restoration of the mangrove forest and the wasteland and to keep the balance between the nature and the use of the nature, the relationship between the farmer, the forest and the food system. So the follower have a lot of um, things in technical assistance and also financial support especially uh, under the project we have the plan to restore 151.2 thousand hectare plant and we also try to have a landscape management improvement for 1.65 million hectare plant and that will help with the reduction of the negative externality, including the extensive use of fertilizer and pesticide, and also reduction of the water contamination, and also to have a collaboration and coordination between nations, China, Laos, Cambodia, and Vietnam, in terms of uh, reducing the negative impact of the hydropower plant and to restore and improve the coastal mangrove and the important value of wetland and also habitat value and the fish
1: connectivity in the area. You mentioned there the move towards more integrated landscapes. What do you think some of the challenges might be when making this transition? The challenge
0: that we will have, as I have mentioned, because Vietnam have committed at the COP26 to -hmm. net zero by 2050, and we also committed to reduce the methane emission, while our competitor, Thailand, did not. So we will have to change to the new uh, rice cultivation methods that I mean dry uh, rice cultivation or intermittent flooding during the crop or growing period and also we need to have uh, the landscape, land use planning that have uh, the balance between the government interests, the enterprise interests and the community in general. And we try to keep the balance between the current generation and the future generation through sustainability management. And we also try to have the balance between the downstream delta area that changes the land for the cultivation purpose and the upper stream in the mountain and forest area that have to function as a conservation and protection. So the benefits of the lower delta that emits carbon and change the use of the land into farming purpose. And the benefits of the upper stream uh, reason uh, in the uh, forest and mountainous area where they cannot change the used land and they capture carbon mm-hmm. and uh, the government try to have uh, the exchange of the benefits through payment of eco uh, system service. and also we try to have uh, the public and private partnership in terms of encouraging people like the enterprise to have a contract farming with the farmer to ensure the livelihood of the farmer. So all of the purpose of the follower very much align with what the government want to do in Vietnam. And we also hope that with the coordination and collaboration of the follower at the global level and as the regional level, we can work with other country in the region like China, Laos, Cambodia, and Thailand and Vietnam together in the Mekong region. Because Vietnam is a very narrow mm-hmm. land area and three-quarters of the land in Vietnam are mountain and forests. And most of the water at the upstream area are outside of Vietnam and we depend on the decision of China and about using the hydropower plant. And we want to to work together within Vietnam, within the region, and at the global level to share our experience, and to coordinate and collaborate with other nations to protect the environment, reducing the degradation of the environment and reduce the
1: biodiversity loss in the area. I understand that women in Agriculture are particularly affected by some of the broader issues such as a fragmented value chain, lack of investment sources, and limited access to information and technical knowledge, among other things. How do you plan on tackling this? Under the
0: follow-up projects, at the moment we design that the project will have fifteen thousand farmer. of them are minority and 30% of them are women. And the way that the project can help is to help the farmer to have more value added in the whole value chains and provide technical support and provide financial facility, so that can help the farmer, especially minority and the women, as the purpose of the project both require inclusion and sustainability. And with the help of the follow-up projects, we ensure that it now aligned with the government resolution 120. We try to have the landscape management of the region. It's very important for rice production and export and also important in terms of environment and biodiversity protection and conservation.